1: What's going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, the news has already come out. The Colts are officially moving on from Matt Ryan as the quarterback. They are benching him. And Sam Ellinger, who was QB3 to start this year, is now going to be the official starter for the Indianapolis Colts for the remainder of the season, per head coach Frank Reich. If you guys haven't already seen the initial reaction to the news, uh, our guys Cody and Max did a stream already today uh, on their initial reaction. So if you guys want to see that, go check that out on the channel. But this one, this is my first chance to kind of really explain what's going on here. And if you're looking at the title of this video, you're probably wondering, what am I talking about? Well, I mean, first things first, I want to say I'm very shocked at this. Uh, Max, you and I were talking about it right before I started. Like, I was like, is there going to be some Colts news today? Is there going to be something that's going to get me going? And sure enough, this happens today. Uh, What was your initial reaction to seeing that Sam Ellinger is going to be the QB for the season?
2: Uh, My initial reaction was season's over. And then my other reaction was... Tim Ellinger in the preseason. Granted, he was playing against twos, but whenever he was playing in the preseason, this offense looked a lot better with him than it did Matt Ryan with the ones. So I think we're going to see a little jolt of energy into this offense, provide a little spark. But I, but we're not going anywhere. The season's over. That's that's where I'm at. We're, season's over, and we're looking to next year to see Ellinger is going to be the guy for the future or not because. Frank Craig called him special today in his press conference when he announced that Elgin would surpass Ryan and or we would have to draft somebody and get a position next year to make to get a draft pick in the first round preferably
1: right so that kind of leads into the topic right here, Max because you know, any other time sometimes this happens in the NFL and normally, uh it just goes without saying that, Sometimes you get it wrong with a quarterback. You don't know who's better. And, you know, sometimes you just have to feel it out and see who it is. And, but this isn't that situation. So the Indianapolis Colts are three, three, and one. Another slow start to the season, which under Frank Reich, this has been a common trend. Normally through the first six or seven weeks of the season, most of the time the Colts are playing from behind, which is it shouldn't shock anyone. Like we're at this point almost every year now, but what you're seeing right now in the sense that this offense, we said it yesterday, uh, max that this offense is like might be franchise terrible, like historically the worst that we've ever seen. And that's not all on Matt Ryan. We're certainly not saying that, but, uh, To kind of just go off this topic specifically, and for anyone that wonders, I am going to do a separate video about what we can expect from Ellinger going into this season, but this one is just specifically talking about this decision being made right now. So, we talked yesterday about Frank Reich having, uh, you know, the game of his life really felt like it in this situation because you lose again to the Titans you've been swept 2 years in a row by this team you've you're now still one th- you're 1-3 and 1 against the AFC South at the start of this year and i know that Matt Ryan is not to blame for everything that's going on with the offense but it's clear that Matt Ryan is taking a toll on everything that's going on and Matt Ryan's still very careless with the football and it's getting to that point and you had you had a very interesting tidbit that you told me before this and you said in the live stream. I'd like you to tell the audience what you told me that you felt the conversation because Ursay met with Frank Reich and with Bauer last night. What, tell me what you think actually happened in that situation.
2: I think Frank said he was walking tape last night because he didn't know that Matt Ryan was going to be benched. What was interesting is Matt Ryan, he said that Matt, he did not know that Matt Ryan was going to be benched after the game, which made sense because in a, in a way, because he didn't watch the tape, but even with the eye check, like even us, like even the fan base knew that Matt Ryan sucked yesterday to put it Mm -hmm. lightly. So I think Jim Mercy walked into Reich's office, Reich's office and said, it's you or Matt. And then I think Reich's, Reich said, all right, so let's make a change of quarterback and try to give this offense a spark. And I think this move is going to provide a spark, yes. But I think if they continue to lose games, if they lose the next couple games, I think Reich might not even make it to the bye week. I think this is Ursa trying to get a spark into this offense. Um, The rest of the season thing is interesting because Matt Ryan has sucked, and this this is showing a little bit of accountability in this organization that we haven't seen in a long time, um, and it needed to be done. But if Reich, if Wright keeps losing games, even with Ellinger, I think this is going to be. I think he he's not even going to make it to the bye week, and I think Urse said it was him or or Matt.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting when you said that because I could honestly probably say that might actually be the truth. You know, the Colts have never really been an organization that lets things leak out because they're very mature people. So, you know, that might have been something that happened behind closed doors. I think from my standpoint is you look at this decision and you tell yourself that what the Colts are clearly doing with this decision because it's not just oh, Matt Ryan is hurt and we're going to just have Sam Ellinger in right away to, you know, give Matt Ryan time to be okay. No, Sam Ellinger is the quarterback for the immediate future, for the rest of the year, if he lives that long to tell the tale because of this offensive line and how bad it's been. But that tells me that the Colts have decided that you are either going to see if Sam Ellinger is the quarterback of the future, or you're going for the first round draft pick to get a quarterback. That's, to me, what this seems like. Because, and then on top of it all, Max, I mean, you tried to tell me this right beforehand. Last last night, when the Colts lost, they said, Frank Reich specifically said, Matt Ryan is our guy. Matt Ryan is our guy. And then 24 hours later, the news comes out no, he's not our guy. It's going to be Sam Ellinger for the rest of the year. So that clearly says to me that there is a severe disconnect between the head coach of this team and the upper management and the ownership that tells you right then and there that there is a huge problem going on with this organization right now. Cause like you said, Ursay has to be fed up with this. It is enough. Like, He has sat back and let Ballard and Reich try to do this veteran QB carousel that's going on. It's not working. And then on top of it, the Colts are not playing complementary football the way that Ballard and this team wants to do it or say they want to do it. Winning in the trenches, running the football. We ran the ball 10 times yesterday with Jonathan Taylor, who was averaging six yards a carry. That obviously was not a good uh, game call of decision-making. People want to say, oh, he was on a pitch count. Even Frank Reich said after the game he was not on a pitch count. It was simply how they wanted to run the offense. Clearly, it wasn't the right decision. And when you're looking at it from the personnel standpoint going on and with this situation going on, it, furthermore, Amplifies the what everybody in Colt's nation is thinking is that Frank Reich is just not gonna make it because Ursae is overriding the head coach's decision here. And when that happens, that lets you know that I just don't know if there's gonna be if these same people are gonna be around now.
2: No, and I think Ursae should have done a clean sweep today of Matt Ryan and Frank Reich specifically. Ballard at the end of the year, Ballard like I don't know. You can't replace a GM this early in the season. So it makes sense why Ballard's still there. But I was telling Cody earlier on the live stream that we did, why didn't Ursa just do a clean sweep of of Frank and Matt today? Fire Frank and bench Matt. And then let, let uh, Marcus Brady or Bubba Ventron take over the rest of the season. So that was my first, um, I guess, inkling of like internal disconnect or dysfunction. I mean, it's. I think it's safe to say that there's dysfunction within this organization now. Oh yeah. Secondly, there was a report today, this morning, that I saw of from Don Kleeman that he said he saw, spoke to some scouts and they said that Matt Ryan's arm looks dead. And it yeah,
1: and and, and, and that's it was, to be expected, right? Because of all the punishment he's been taking this year. Yeah. I mean, if he had a much better offensive line, I don't think that that arm is as bad as it is. But He's getting he's getting beat up, man. I mean, that's clear.
2: I, I um, if this offensive line was better, I don't know if Matt Ryan would be better as well. Just because they 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 said Matt Ryan was not going to start for this, the rest of the season to like for the rest of the season, like they're benching him for Sam Ellinger, and this owner is frustrated to, yeah. to really the point of benching Matt Ryan seven games into the season who we, who we complimented to, to, to no one's end in the offseason, calling him an astronaut, a Navy SEAL, a leader, who's going to bring us to where we want to go. We heard that a lot and we heard all chips in. And that, that completely turned upside down today. Yeah. And yeah. this whole organization is complete dumpster fire now. Whole complete dumpster fire. And we are now resetting for the next four or five years. Maybe maybe sooner, because look at the Giants. Brian Dable and Joe Shane came in. Year one, Giants are six and one. And they play yeah. with the And their team is nowhere near year. as
1: talented as the
2: Indianapolis Colts. And we are way more talented than the Giants. And it is a problem that we cannot even put out an offense that can that, move the ball more than ten yards down the field. Mm-hmm. It's not just the offensive line. It's not it's not just Matt Ryan. It's Frank Craig as well. And oh, yeah. Frank Reich has been fired Everything. today because Frank Reich is in that building today knowing that his job is gone after this year. And he's just coaching the rest of the 10 games knowing that. So why not just can him today and put somebody else in position? So yeah,
1: I do. Him. I do think it's funny. You know, some of the people who say that like, oh, it doesn't do any benefit to uh, remove Reich right now. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't do you any benefit to keep him around right now either with the way that your team is playing. Obviously, you're not gonna get to where you want to go, even if you're at three, three, and one and you're still somewhat in the mix with all these other teams. It's clear just the way they're playing is just not it. And you're right. The the move of Ellinger being the quarterback is that sort of situation where it feels like people want to use the tank argument. I'm not in the argument of saying that. This team is in tank mode. This team is in sell mode. I don't buy that. I just think that the owner has decided that it is enough of this coach telling these guys what we need to do and I'm tired of his excuses. I'm going to make this decision and we're looking forward to the future either with Ellinger or with another quarterback because it's clear Ursay said that like, obviously, the way you guys want to do it at quarterback is not working. So I'm going to decide it. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it is It is Ursa's team. He can do with it as he pleases. I think the other thing that shows the disconnect with uh, Reich and the rest of the team is he said this several times this morning. He reemphasized to Matt Ryan last night and today he said, when he came, when Matt Ryan came to this organization and said, we're going to run the ball, we're going to give you this offensive line, we're going to do all this, he said, we did not keep up our end of the bargain. We did not deliver for you. Yeah. Well, and then that shows right then and there that Frank Reich did not want to make the decision to move Matt Ryan. He, ha- he was forced to. And shot Chris again, Ballard. it goes to show you like, why, why did that stuff not happen? What drastically changed so much within an off season that you went from the best rushing team in the NFL to where you can't even run the football anymore. Like, and the offensive line went from one of the better O-line units to literally being the worst offensive line unit in the NFL. Like obviously, uh, Uh, the O-line coach definitely needs to be gone as in like a few weeks ago, that should have been a thing for a long time. But like, I mean, it's truly just remarkable because I think we as a collective unit, like Colts content creators and the media, like the Colts media people, like we're at a point where we're just like, we can't put our finger on what is the actual problem here because it just seems like it's a lot of things. It's, the offensive line not playing well, it's the uh, coaches not running a scheme properly, not coaching these guys properly, not getting the right personnel. It just seems like it's everything, and it's hard because it felt like last year you were in a situation where you said we were a few, we were two games away from being back in the playoffs, looking for a chance to win, we could have potentially beaten somebody, and we were right on key, right on cue. And the offense didn't play well because Carson Wentz did not throw the football well. They gave up on him and then you brought in a quarterback you thought was going to make it work and it looks even worse. Like it looks worse and it's terrible to think about that. I mean, it's more than just a quarterback move. This is a this might be an organizational reset. It, oh, it, like in a year or two from now.
2: It has to be after the season. Like right after that, clock hit zero, last game of the season, they both got to be out. If, not, if, if Frank's not gone by then. There is a disconnect between Frank Reich and Chris Ballard based off what you just said in the beginning statement before, of that comment. I'm like, we have failed you. We, we told you we we're going to have a run game. We told you we we're going to have good enough weapons for you to build around and, and, and succeed. And we failed. That to me is a shot at Chris Ballard. That to me is a shot that Chris Ballard didn't do enough to surround Matt Ryan with the proper pieces. And we were told that we were idiots from Chris Ballard. That smirk—he's smirky, he's smirky, and he—he he thinks he knows—he knows it all. We were—we were told that we didn't know that this what this team, what this team needed. We were told that we didn't that we as the fans looking in that we we we, we were all pushing for veteran receivers and this and that. And Chris said, "No, we like the group that we have." Well, now Matt Ryan's been seven games into the season, and, we're, and he's about to lose his job at the end of the season, probably. That's where we are now. We are an organizational dumpster fire, and there is no end in sight to this, unless because we still have this regime in place. And right now, we know that Frank's gone, but we don't. Do, but we don't know that Chris is gone, and there has to be a disconnect between Frank and Chris, because because Frank, why would Frank say that to Matt Ryan that we didn't surround you? With the proper pieces, whose job is that to surround him with the pieces, Chris?
1: Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that
2: to me sounds like there's a disconnect there. First of all, and then there's a disconnect in the place that Frank thinks he can win with every quarterback that he has. Ursi seems to disagree. So Ursi walked down there last night and said, "It's either you or Matt." So now we're now we're on our seventh quarterback, and in, in four or five years, like what? Like, like, there, like that, also is a disconnect that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't, I, I really, I'm really at a loss. I,
1: so, Stephen Holder also posted this said, um, uh, Frank Reich says he and Chris Ballard had a long conversation with Jim Ursay last night, stopped short of saying it, saying it was Ursay's decision. But Ursay has been increasingly involved behind the scenes of late. And after this, uh, I'm gonna react to Frank Reich's uh, presser that he just did. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to join that with me by any chance? Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Um, we'll have to. Uh, have to see if it's on Facebook because I think it might be on Facebook. I will have to check it, but um, yeah. So. Really, uh, it's insane that we're here. Uh, (laughs) It's crazy that we're seven we're seven games into the season, and now, I mean, most people are in the talk of tank mode, which is really weird because you know, I mean, we all kind of talked about this being the thing of the future. Even if something were to go right for this team, you still had to look for your franchise guy. Just never in a million years could I imagine that it would have all came crumbling down the way that it has. I mean, it has been so weird over the last nine games for the Indianapolis Colts, dating all the way back to last year, what has happened to this organization. I mean, it has been so weird to see. I mean, this team was, this organization was amongst the midst of the the best of the best Uh, just even at the end of the 2020 season, you were saying, oh, well, we had a shot of beating the Buffalo bills. We just came up short in the playoffs, we had a chance. And now here we are like one of the worst teams in the league. You're one, three, and one in the division again. And, uh, it'll be very interesting to see how this goes. And like I said, guys, I'll talk more about this, uh, about like what we can expect from Ellinger. At the end of the day, I'm happy for Ellinger. It's no question that the guy is a yeah. natural leader uh, yeah. and he has some great abilities. Uh, it just, it, it became increasingly obvious, Max, as the weeks went on, that this this offense in general is just not, it's just not there. And I, I believe, I truly believe that this will not be the last decision that is made offensively, even this season, that could happen that's where somebody's on the move. So you know, it'll be very interesting to see.
2: That's what I also wanted to get into. Um, should the Colts be sellers at the deadline? I think yes. What's what do you think?
1: I don't know. Uh they absolutely should I mean they definitely shouldn't be buyers. Uh no question that's about sure. that. There's no reason they should be buyers because they, they haven't done anything to uh help themselves with that. But rather than stay pat. Rather than stay pat. Yeah, I, I would definitely I mean I would definitely say if you're if you're at a point where you're telling people, you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna sell the whole team, in my opinion, unless you know for a fact that you have no confidence in uh Sam Ellinger going forward and that you want to move forward with a new quarterback. And, and that's also- that's the one thing I will say is that if the Colts start selling, and they start selling some of these guys at the end, by the trade deadline, then yes, that means they will be going for a quarterback in the next year's draft. Oh. And they there's no question that Sam Ellinger is just going to be the scapegoat for the rest of the year just to get us to wherever we end up at. I think, I think that's already what happened. How many games do we win with Sam Ellinger? I don't know. You got eight. You got nine games left to play, or you got ten games left to play. And I truly don't think we win six or seven of those games. So I mean, you may win three, four of those at the most. I mean, that's being that's being lucky. Again, we'll talk about that we, in another video. But we it's are already
2: interesting. we are already at that point. I think that's why they put Ellinger in. That's <laughs> I, know, I think I, I I know honestly. I think that's <laughs> why they put Ellinger in is to get to wherever we get to. And then evaluate him from at the ending point of the season, and then we we evaluate if we need to go for another quarterback. And then we evaluate if Chris Ballard or Mercy is going to evaluate if Chris Ballard gets to get picked that next quarterback for this franchise. He cannot, in my eyes. There's no way. There's no way. I I, was on the
1: same boat as you there. Uh, uh, Well, we'll see how it goes. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let me know your thoughts on this decision, and if you think that. This move for Sam Ellinger uh, is there's a more deeper meaning behind it. I think we're both in agreeance that there is. Uh, curious to hear your guys' thoughts in the comments. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go cold. What's going on, everybody? Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also check out different signup codes and promotions that are going on on the website to make sure you're getting the best deal possible on your sports bets. Some of the key features they include are handicapping. You get live play-by-play updates. You get live scores and bet tracking as well. Player statistics, key game statistics when you make these picks. You also get projected game day weather. Basically everything you need to make sure you're making the most informed bets as possible. Including that, you also have a bet tracker which allows you to keep records of all your games and your betting activities so you won't miss a thing. Guys, be sure to go check out oddstrader.com blue wire and check out oddstrader today, the number one site for all your game day bets.